Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealthy. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Ashley Rose and Dr. Michelle, functional medicine doctor, naturopathic physician, and East Asian medical practitioner. Hey, everyone. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. So the autumnal equinox was on Friday, which means fall is finally here. I'm so excited. This is my favorite season and a great time to get cozy and organized. So during the month, we've talked about time batching and the benefits of health tech and keeping track of our health goals, all in line with our theme this month of routines and time management. Today, we want to talk about concentration, or rather how to enhance our concentration alongside so much interference. There is a lot to distract today, and even touching back on episode nine about health tech, we're at a disadvantage just because technology is such a prevalent force in our lives. And when we struggle to stay focused, maybe there are times that you might feel like there's more to it. So in my research for this episode, I came across a ton of articles suggesting that the struggle to concentrate could be undiagnosed adult onset ADHD. So someone with these concerns who's leaning on Dr. Google for answers, which is no bueno, could be influenced to identify the lack of focus as such, or at least take that potential prognosis to their doctor. But the trouble here is that these diagnoses are often treated with pharmaceuticals first, or people self-medicate in other ways. So we'd like to dig a little deeper and try some other alternatives and strategies to getting that focus we so need. So in this episode, we want to empower you to be an advocate for yourself first and not doubt the intuitive connection you have with your body. If you pause to think about it, we are so influenced by our culture, the media, our peers, social media, and expected to manage all of this input while also maintaining our steadfast focus and getting things done. So if you're kicking yourself because your concentration is lacking, let's dive in and see if we can find some ways to boost your concentration and productivity without the uppers. Awesome. Yes. Thanks, Ashley. Women bring this up to me all the time. It's easy to think that it's an issue with us, our discipline, our drive, or worse, a chemical imbalance. But In reality, it's not always an issue with our brain chemistry. It's actually an issue with distraction. Remember, my main goal and passion is to always find the root cause. I affectionately refer to this form of attention deficit as ADHD, but I call it always digitally hyper-distracted. In Western society, we have the highest rate of distraction ever, and it's on a trajectory to seriously increase. On average, we check our phones about 85 times per day or about every five minutes or so. We also spend five hours a day using apps and web browsing. That's a serious amount of time. On top of that, when we think about the quality of the information we're reading, or more likely skimming, it's probably pretty superficial. An article catches your eye that says seven ways to spot a psychopath. Odds are, You're not going to read the whole article in its entirety because you need to know if you're dating a psychopath, like now. (laughs) So you're going to skim down to where the numbers start. You're going to read each headline and then move on once you can confidently express your sigh of relief. The only way you're going to dive deeper into the article is if they've worded the bullet in such a way that it leaves you to question. 
even when we think we're giving the internet our full attention, we're actually just jumping from one distraction to the next. You know those banner ads from that website you just browsed? Yeah, creepy, yet intriguing. So let's talk about memory. It can be divided into three types. Our short-term memory, which are the immediate impressions of our surrounding environment. Something smells good. What's my partner cooking? My feet are chilly. The sushi is amazing. Things like that. Then we have our long-term memory, which is all the stuff we've learned about our world since we were wee ones. Almonds taste better with chocolate. It usually rains during the autumn months. Baby animals melt my heart. Things like that. And then finally, we have our working memory, which is the bridge between short-term and long-term memory. When we're browsing the interwebs, the constraints of our working memory keep us from retaining the content we're being exposed to. This is called our cognitive load. The book The Shallows summarizes this really well when it compares reading a book to reading the internet. It basically says that when we're reading a book, we're essentially turning on a faucet and letting the information flow. Our working memory is like a little thimble, a teeny tiny thimble. So when we're reading, we fill this tiny thimble with the most important droplets from the faucet and then dump them into the bathtub of our long-term memory. Contrast this book with the internet, where the internet's more like several faucets all running at the same time. We not only miss the content from one faucet, but we're so overwhelmed with the flow of information that pretty much all of it passes us by. This is similar to multitasking. Instead of trying to juggle multiple things, just stick with one thing and say, not right now, to everything else. It's kind of like when Ashley is texting and I ask her a question and she totally ignores me. She's really good at just texting, but she can't text a well-thought-out response and answer my super important question all at the same time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, very important. (laughs) It's hard. I can't do, it's like one or the other for me, sorry, but. You approach me while I'm texting. So if someone talks at me, I'll end up transcribing what they're saying. (laughs) So try to focus on one task at a time rather than multitasking. All right. So something we have mentioned time and again, because it is so important, is sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? If not, then be sure to check out episode seven for our freebie that gives some great tips on getting the best sleep ever. Often when I hit a wall, I have to ask myself how much sleep I've gotten. And in the past, because I get so busy in my days, even when I would be tired, I'd push through out of necessity. But I can tell in those moments that I am not able to give 100%. So for a couple of years now, I've opted for naps whenever I have snail brain. And you may think that you can't afford to lose an hour to a nap, but you actually gain so much more brain function with that rest, which saves you time in the end. It's basically impossible to avoid distractions. So I totally agree with Ashley. Napping is a really good way to kind of clear the cache, as one might say. But another great way is to do this with meditation. We need that balance of being plugged in and also completely unplugged. Being unplugged is actually one of the best ways to feel more connected with your surroundings, get more clarity with your priorities, and decrease the stressful bustle we're all too used to. All of these things will help improve your focus. And speaking of being unplugged, a very easy way to avoid distraction and aid in enhancing focus is to remove yourself from social media. Please do it. Everyone should try it at least once, even for a little while. So often we grab our phones with the intention of doing something productive, like calling your mom or checking your email, whatever. But then minutes later, you find that you've been absentmindedly scanning Instagram or Facebook. So remove the apps from your phone 
put your accounts on hold. Who knows? You may even like the liberation. (laughs) You are a better person than me, Ashley. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Some other ways to boost that concentration is to decrease your decision making throughout the day. This might sound a little bit weird, but each decision we have to make during the day takes up some of our bandwidth. So it slows down our processing time and creates more distraction. Think of ways you can decrease simple decision making. Things like meal prepping on a weekly basis so you don't have to decide what to eat as each mealtime approaches. Create a solid daily routine. Habits around, you know, morning routines, work schedules, eating, exercising, all of those things. Um, These can really, really, really make your day flow a lot easier. Remember that habits take practice, so work backwards. Figure out what you really need to fit in, prioritize those things, and then fit everything else in where you can and just keep with it. The longer you do it, the easier it'll be and the more fine-tuned you can make it. And speaking of priorities, in both personal and professional life, you don't need to get everything done. You just need to get the right things done at the right time. So first, check your to-do list. If it's not listed, it can wait. Remember, you're not a victim to your surroundings. You have complete control of the circumstances and resources around you. So take inventory and do your best. And speaking of your best, remember that perfection doesn't exist. Literally, it will never be perfect. And that is totally okay. This has been a lifelong lesson for me. And I think I can safely say the same for Ashley. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually saying this to you all as much as I'm saying it to myself. But someone will always have an opinion. And as the go-getters we are, there will always be obstacles. The cool thing is that there are thousands of imperfect solutions and zero perfect solutions. So just do your best and open your mind to imperfection. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes the reason we can't focus isn't about external factors. Sometimes it's just psychological and we're like psyching ourselves out. So have you heard of the growth mindset? I sure have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. We're on the same page. I watched a TEDx talk by Carol Dweck, a pioneering researcher in the field of motivation and why people do or don't succeed, how we foster success. And in her talk, she discussed how our feelings going into a project or assignment, like any to-do, can make or break our potential. So if we assume we won't like to do something or we'll fail or struggle even, we're likely to manifest those outcomes. For sure. That is such a good point and a topic that we will definitely discuss further in a future episode. I love our connection to the world of quantum mechanics. And I think it's also important to discuss the mindset as it pertains to our health. If you think about it, each thought we have gives rise to pre-hormones and neurotransmitters that have direct effects on the health of our cells. So this is a super fun topic, nerd alert, um, to me. Uh, but we'll touch on it probably in our in one of our January episodes. Yes. <laughs> and my birthday month. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So in order to gain more concentration, please stop multitasking. Just focus on one goal to completion if you can. Sleep, take naps, close your eyes, or meditate when you feel overworked and exhausted. Don't push through because you'll likely be less successful. And please take a break from social media. Really, we should all do this periodically. Decrease constant decision-making by planning out your days. 
Try it for a week and just see how planning out your time allows more room for intentional focus. And really stop thinking in terms of perfection. Nobody's perfect. Just get the right things done at the right time and relieve the pressure. Be sure to visit femalesandfinefettle.com and click on episode 11 to get your freebie. If you need some additional support while you're decreasing the distraction in your life, Dr. Michelle has put together a list of her favorite supplements organized in a daily roadmap to improve your focus during the day and help you settle down in the evening. Hey, it's Dr. Michelle, and since we mentioned the book, The Shallows, I want to let you in on a special offer. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free copy of The Shallows today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash females in fine fettle. Again, that's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L, dot com forward slash females in fine fettle for your copy of the shallows all right i cannot wait to meet you back here next week in episode 12 we'll be talking about how eating with the seasons can dramatically affect your health so be sure to check it out thanks for tuning in have a great rest of your week bye for now thank you for listening to females in fine fettle from wiped out to wealthy a podcast to fit your lifestyle if you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.